Uh, it's August 12th, 1938. Uh, spring is beginning to turn into fall. Um, you are summoned, specifically you, uh, Mr. Harold Powell, are uh, summoned by way of some kind of back-channel communications. Feelers have been put out by the Cuyahoga County uh, Sheriff's Department uh, looking for people willing to uh, work with the Sheriff's Department in investigating a series of brutal murders, specifically a serial killing. Um, your name came up in their sort of initial search as an active private investigator in the area. And so uh, these uh, sort of intermediaries contacted you, and you, through your network of, uh, of uh, associates, informants, and that sort of thing, gathered together the rest of your crew here. And a lot of you are now at the Sheriff's Department meeting with uh, Sheriff Martin O'Donnell, who is giving you uh, the lowdown on uh, what this case is and why you've been chosen to hopefully investigate it as opposed to their own deputies or officers. Okay. You're uh, Powell, are you, is it correct? Yep. I uh, hear tell you're a fairly talented private investigator. I hope that uh, bears out to be true, lad. Uh, your uh, friends here, are you uh, with you? Your associates, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, you said you needed some skill in different parts, so try to gather, you know, different areas of expertise. Who's the old man? You can call me Art. Art. What, what exactly do you do, sir? I'm a doctor. Ah. Excellent choice, Sir Paul. So you're a doctor, uh, I guess... Oh, you look like a society type, but uh, I imagine you have a real job. Yes. I'm also a doctor, but I specialize in psychology. Oh, one of those types. PhD, not MD. Understood, lad. No, actually, I'm a medical doctor because I took two in, <laughs> in medicine. You're one of them uh, uh, psychoanalysts, I imagine. Putting yes. people on couches and whatnot. Not always, but yes. Fair enough. It's valuable in this line of work. And you, man? You're not going to guess? It's not my job to guess. It's pretty tiny uniform. I get facts and I follow them. The captain of the Marine Corps. What the hell are you doing in Cleveland? I'll leave. So you decided that uh, on your uh, on your leave, perhaps you'd uh, while away the time by investigating a series of horrible murders? You have your ways of having fun, and I have mine. That's some... Remarkably uncomfortable of a thing to have said, but uh, beggars can't be choosers. You know women these days. They're, they're into, you know. That's right. All right. Please, Pardon. have a seat. Any gestures for you to you sit down in this office. Now, I imagine uh, whether or not you've been in Cleveland for the past uh, few years, you've no doubt heard of a series of murders that's been going around in the city. Specifically, you might have heard of the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. Now this butcher, and he is exactly that, has been uh, well, killing folk and uh, leaving their bodies behind, minus some choice portions of the anatomy. Usually the heads. Ah, 
we find they're either missing or at least separated from the body and left or buried nearby. I assume you will have some of these corpses available for viewing and potentially uh, dissection? There's the problem, Doctor. Mm. You see, this investigation is under the auspices of the city safety director, Elliot Ness. Now, you know Ness, and you know his history. He's a big cheese around here, and he's got the favour of Mayor Burton. Unfortunately, I and my department can't work with him, because we're loyal Democrats. And we want to see Ness get a bit embarrassed. We want to make sure that outsiders who come in here and decide to do their big league tactics are not bested yeah, are, are, are bested by our, our force, our locals. Huh? So what we want to do is where you come in, pal. You and your people do a low-key investigation. Walk, talk, get some intelligence, and try to solve this thing before Ness makes a cock-up of it all. Gotcha. Now, you might think, uh, why don't I just get my deputies to do it? Well, they have been active in uh, the Roaring Third uh, area in the west of the city where all the bars and brothels are, if you're not familiar. And, uh, well, their profile is a bit too high to uh, start any long-term serious investigation. They'd be picked out real quick. I need fresh faces and fresh eyes on this, and I don't want unwelcome attention, especially from the police department. So work quietly, work smartly, and I will gladly pay you $25 a day plus expenses off the books. That's the sound to you. Sounds fair enough. He uh, reaches into his desk and retrieves a packed manila folder, which he then slaps on the table. Uh, Inside, you find... uh, that it is appears to be a um, a file on these butcher killings. Um, you see the public filings on the case as you're moving through inside, warrants and so on, copies of news stories that have been made on the butcher, and the results of the sheriff department's previous and somewhat sketchy legwork. Uh, inside, you also find a case summary from the Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Department. Um, just to share amongst the two of uh, um, of the victims and a couple of forensic details about when they were found, where, and what happened. He's been busy. Mm. As you can see there, ten people have been killed so far with uh, the possibility of more that we haven't uh, linked to the killer just yet. Or we may not do it at all. Simply don't have enough information. Considering this case may have been started back in 29. That's possible. Now, our working theory is that we are discounting the lady in the lake and we're operating on his first victim, that John Doe, mm-hmm. or uh, the John Doe Andresy uh, development in uh, September of 35. Now, this butcher, as the press has taken a calling him, Kills his victims at some unknown site. He uh, moves the remains and leaves the bodies in pieces that we uh, unfortunately stumble upon later. 
usually after a neighbourhood kid or a poor uh, unsuspecting woman has stumbled on it herself. A lot of these are John Doe's. Yes, due to the uh, mutilation of the body, the uh, uh, finding it in, say, the Cuyahoga River and so on, the features of the body are either missing or unable to be uh, verified as anyone's particular identity. Is it's it? too cut up. What? Now keep in mind I have limited information on these uh, bodies, this, uh, this investigation, because it falls under Ness's jurisdiction. And accordingly, that criminal file is tied up tight. I'm assuming dental records aren't a thing? No, they are. They are? Huh? Okay. But if the heads are missing. Sometimes you don't have a head. If the head yeah, yeah. If they don't have a head. I think almost all of the John Doe's are beheaded. Most of the uh, bodies are I figured are all of them were beheaded, but then they just also found the head. Sometimes they've found the head nearby. They've sometimes found the head nearby. Other times the, the, the heads have been missing. Mate was... Uh, um, identified by dental records. Hmm. So yeah, then they must have found the head. Yes, that, uh, that Rose Wallace woman, supposedly a, a prostitute, her son came in and identified the body from what I understand and they uh, corroborated that with dental records but there's still some talk amongst the, the, uh, the department that perhaps that's not an ironclad identification. Are you assuming... I know you don't. You have limited information about the victims. Is the assumption that these are not upper class victims? Well, that's the trouble. Most of the killings have been uh, the poor and the destitute in Kingsbury Run. Yeah. Uh, Kingsbury Run, as Powell, I'm sure you no doubt know, as a dark, dangerous, dirty place where the poor, the homeless. They live in shanty towns or run-down apartments. The place is a breeding ground for crime and poverty. And so the victims, accordingly, have been uh, those on the uh, the uh, edges, the fringes of society. Draws less attention. Until June of 1936, and they found that uh, second John Doe, what they've taken to calling the Tattooed Man. Now, he didn't seem... Destitute like the others, is well nourished, clean shaven, yes. dressed in clean and relatively new clothes. The the, the sailor or mm. yes, the one that uh, they uh, they think is might be the sailor. And from then on, the murders seem to uh, Well, they varied in terms of the uh, the victim's social class, at least what we can tease out of it anyway. Did most of them have any possessions still on them, or they seemed to be... Some were found naked, others uh, had very little clothing on. Uh, their uh, possessions, for the most part, were missing. Missing or absent from being on the fringe perhaps uh, washed up in the Cuyahoga at some point uh, either way there wasn't much left to identify the bodies uh, apart from their teeth if we could find the head or uh, uh, first hand witnessing by say someone coming into the coroner's department 
Was there any variation between race or ethnicity? There's one There's potential additional. We have two blacks that got killed. Uh, for the most part, we're looking at white people. Mm. Mostly men, but it was the occasional woman. There doesn't seem to be any sort of... It seems random mm-hmm. to me. These victims didn't necessarily, didn't necessarily mean anything, per se, to the killer. He's just mad and killing folks however he can. Lots in Kingsbury. So, maybe not random as... Well, the working theory is that the killer's got some kind of... Connection. Private place or connection down there. Nearby. It's where he operates... Unfortunately, Kingsbury Run being the packed, chaotic place that it is, with shanty towns and, and poor apartments and people moving to and fro, it's, uh, it's very difficult to get a bead on anyone down there. Killers of this type usually do follow a power pattern, even if we can't quite see it yet. Well, I'll take your word for it, Doctor. I, uh, we haven't uh, sussed out any pattern as of yet. And neither apparently has Ness's department. I get the sense that uh, Ness and his boys are getting a little bit desperate. How so? Well, there have been ten murders so far and very little uh, in the press about uh, progress on Ness's investigation. Now, both Mayor Burton, uh, Ness himself, hell, the whole city has a lot to lose if Ness's golden boy reputation suddenly takes a, takes a nosedive. So the fact that the press hasn't reported on any kind of progress from the investigation, in fact, has only whipped up the fervour about this mad butcher, is uh, concerning, to say the least. Which leads me to believe that they're grasping at straws. And things are coming to a bit of a point. That means I don't think you lads have a lot of time. Yeah, present. Females, not this time. Hmm. Sounds like we need to get to the field. Where should we start? Uh, my most promising lead is a place called Leicester's. It's a dive bar in the third, East 20th and Central. Now, my deputies have been working night and day, uh, working around other cases, of course, but uh, doing what they can, and they've discovered that all three of the victims that they've identified so far, positively, uh, Edward Andrassi, Florence Palillo, and uh, that Rose Wallace woman, regardless of whether or not she's precisely Rose Wallace. Those three figures were regulars at Leicester's. Mm. Apparently, they kept company with a, a burly fella by the name of Frank. Now, we had just a first name to go with initially, but the deputies pulled up that he was most likely... A fellow named Frank Dolezal. That's D-O-L-E-Z-A-L. Some kind of uh, Slavic or Serbian uh, extraction. Fellow's apparently a bricklayer. Uh, used to be, anyway, unemployed. And uh, occasionally functions as a sort of pimp. Hmm. Now, in thirty-six, two years ago... Around the same time that they discovered uh, old Flo's body, right? he was living at 1908 Central, a block from where Flo was dumped. 
Now he doesn't live there any longer. I've got his last known address. But that seems pretty suspicious. We've got personal connections, we've got proximity to the crime, and we have a, a CD card. Alright, I got a, a question. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my abilities as an alien nest is to use assess honesty to uh, make a forensic profile from a crime scene. Mm-hmm. Does that have to be a fresh crime scene? Or could it be one of these? It doesn't specify it has to be a fresh crime scene, it just has to be a, If the crime scene is still set up where you can look at the evidence and stuff like that, then. Alright, I want to check out the last crime scene then. Okay, the um, the the death of the tenth victim. Yeah, most recent one. Jane Doe. That would have been like months ago. Eight months ago. Six months ago. Well, it's August twelfth. August. Okay, mm-hmm. so it'd be four months ago. So it's likely that the place has been packed up and screwed. Yeah. yeah, and even if it were still open to investigators, it wouldn't be open to the sheriff's department necessarily mm. without a lot of bureaucratic rigmarole because. The nickel plate police department and Ness's people are in charge. The building might still be clean, but we can try to sneak in. Now, does anybody have cop talk and mm-hmm. want to spend a point? I don't have cop talk. I know somebody does. I've got one point. <laughs> if you want to, it's up to you. I'm just mm-hmm. saying this is a prime opportunity to use it. Because we're talking to a cop. Talking to a cop. Sometimes and I've got to figure out how to use it, right? Sometimes they're yeah. You may you may say like you may say something like it doesn't have to be like uh, exhaustively detailed, but mm-hmm. instead of using say your if you're doing a forensics thing, um, you have to describe like okay, what I'm going to do is I'm putting the powder down, I'm dusting for prints, or like, mm-hmm. okay, what I'm doing now is I'm examining the blood splatter to try to determine, like, what the nature of the wound, you know, the killing blow was. You know, so you have to be at least a little specific about what you're doing in the world to justify the use Shut of Shut the blinds. <laughs> Let's keep it in the room. Now I have a couple of finer details about the uh, various killings for the past... Uh, it's been about five years. Uh, let's see. Not counting the lead in the lake. It's been about three years now. Now, these details may or may not be helpful to you, as I've had to hear them secondhand. Mm-hmm. My deputies have gotten information from the grapevine or from uh, locals who might have seen a thing or two. Now, obviously, since I can't and you can't be anywhere near the crime scenes, not that they're uh, viable anymore... I can't uh, guarantee their authenticity, but they might be of helpful, of helpful extraction on the list. Right. Well, I'm not going to give you the, the 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 whole biography of the case. It's, if there's any particular victim you you want a little bit more information on, I I can give you a couple of things to go on. Again, my uh, my reach is limited. Let's go with the ones that we already know are identified. So, uh, Andrasi, Palillo, 
and uh, yeah, Rose Wallace. Yeah. Right. Now here's what I know about Andrasi. It was found in late September. This is distracting. Yeah. <laughs> it's too modern. Cl- closing the window on the band practicing outside. <laughs> yes. Stop that. They're, they're tuning. Mm. Get the fuck off the street. They're arrested for disorderly conduct? No, no they're not arrested. They're, they're just billy clubs. Disperse, disperse. Well, not if you arrest them, you can claim an imminent domain over their stuff, and <laughs> you never have to worry about making lunch. No, uh, oh, this is this 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 uh, forfeiture. Mm-hmm. This is uh, yeah. More. Now, Andrasi was found uh, with another body around the same time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, two boys, uh, James Wagner and Peter. Pastora, I believe was his last name. They were playing catch up on Jackass Hill, southern Kingsbury. Now, one of the boys throws a ball a little too far, goes careening down the slope, hits the bushes. And the boys rush down there to find the thing, and they find Andrasi's body. Mm. Headless and naked except for his socks. Now, of course, they... Or uh, rather their uh, parents eventually called that in, hearing the news from the boys and then transmitting that to the police department. And when the police got there, they discovered a second body, or uh, John Doe number one. Mm. Not too far away from Andrasi's body. Both of their, both the bodies' heads missing, of course. But the police apparently found both of those heads partially buried nearby. They also found from, and again, I can't verify this, but there was a metal bucket found nearby. It had a flashlight in it and was covered in this oily substance uh, which uh, was mixed with traces of blood on the rim. Apparently the coroner uh, was able to identify Andrasi, figuring that they found the head and uh, were able to put together a whole profile of the body. Mm-hmm. It's a white male, five foot eleven, twenty-eight, blue-grey eyes, brown hair, about one hundred and fifty pounds. Apparently, this fella had rope burns around his wrist. And what I know about Edward Andrassy is that he has, or had rather, an arrest record. Various, uh, uh, what we would call snot-nosed punk crimes. Petty thievery and so on. The other body, of course, uh, was never positively identified. They got it, he was a white male, about 5'6", in his 40s. Dark brown hair. Well, what little they could find of it. Apparently the body hair had been burned away. Most of it, anyway. The coroner... uh, Apparently said that the uh, body had been saturated with oil and set on fire. Uh, just enough to uh, burn away the hair and leave a discoloured, hardened skin on the body. Now, this, uh, this crime scene, the results that we found 
rather they found on the body and that I we had to learn second hand. Match the uh, results of the uh, other victims. These bodies were drained of blood, cleaned before they were dumped there, and apparently they died from decapitation, hemorrhage, and shock as well. Which, uh, according to my rudimentary understanding of bodily science and my own coroner, that means they were alive when they were decapitated. One other thing about Andrassi that I feel I should mention. He was known as a regular at Leicester's and in the Roaring Third. Uh, a snot-nosed punk who was... Um, Possibly uh, homosexual. But apparently, in a conversation with his sister, she noted that he'd had some previous run-ins with mobsters. Now, whether that's true or not, I haven't a faintest clue. To help give him service, or...? I'm not sure. Just run him She never mobsters. specified, just knew that he'd been involved... What I hear, they, they can get you all you want, and including all sorts of different kinds of prostitutes. So that's the state of Andrassi. Now, Florence Palillo uh, found the following year <coughs> her uh, body parts were found in a basket outside of Hart Manufacturing Building. Apparently a local butcher had been uh, startled in the early morning by women who claimed to have found a basket of hams or something, some various meat uh, outside of the Heart Manufacturing Building and thought that our butcher friend had been robbed. The two of them uh, went back to the uh, site that the woman described and uh, as our butcher friend was uh, investigating the basket, turned out that some of Palillo's remains were inside. I say only some. Most of them were found later, within about uh, a ten-day span. Uh, we'd never found a head, of course, but they were found in a vacant lot uh, around Orange Avenue. Now, Palillo, Florence, who is known as Flo in the Roaring Third, she was uh, 40, 42 or so. She was a barmaid and a waitress. But uh, she's been arrested previously, excuse me, had been arrested previously several times for prostitution. Now, in our conversations with uh, people uh, who had personal knowledge of Polillo, apparently she uh, had a bit of a drinking problem. And this drinking problem led to some violent outbursts. At least so her ex-husband said. Apparently she had several relationships with various men afterwards, many of them abusive. And that's all we know. She seems... let's see. What makes you think... These bodies up in Pennsylvania are connected to these recent murders. 
I don't personally think they are, but some of the details of the case are a little familiar with the bodies we found here in the city, and so uh, I can't discount it. So I'm trying to figure out why would they happen in Newcastle and then appear in Cleveland? Unless it's a killer who moved and got new territory. The swamp tended to be good for him for hiding his bodies. There was a theory circulating not too long ago. I'm not sure if it has much credence now. But it was some uh, homeless type in the Kingsbury Run who regularly rode the rails. Mm. It's possible that uh, his murders did similar travelling. But then he goes back in 36... Now you can see our predicament here. Ness's boys haven't turned up much of anything, and we no less than them. As you can see that we are in a bit of a pickle. What do you know about John Doe number three, victim number five? It says it may have been killed on the scene. That's different than the rest of them. Yes, apparently a teenage girl called in. The body had found it. It was... uh, Another nude body lying on its stomach. Its head was initially missing, but it was found wrapped up in uh, the the body's clothing about uh, 10, 15 feet north of the body. The body had been badly uh, decomposed by then. Apparently it had been dead for quite a while. But it was lying in a pool of blood that had soaked into the ground. Examination of the ground and uh, a good look at the soil uh, determined that it was indeed blood. Two months estimated could have been from the last killing. Someone that just popped on the scene, they just needed it off them. Yeah, but that's different than the rest of them because the other ones were drained of blood before they were transported. They saw something. They needed to get out quick. But they didn't take anything. They didn't do anything. It seemed rushed. It's it's markedly different from every other victim. seemed very rushed. They, They only beheaded and then... And left no mutilations. So what if what someone makes saw that something? victim different? They saw something. Someone that's, saw them. That's what I'm saying. We need to find out. Well, you're likely on the outside. So yeah, I was thinking about that. There may be one place to look first. I recommend you head to Leicester's. Absolutely. Sounds like a good place to start. Again, these crime scenes are long gone, and if you need any information, you're certainly not going to get it out of the police department. People's memories are pretty shaky. Well, well it's two years ago, it's even worse. I'm out. What if we aren't worried about the police, but the coroner? Wouldn't happen to have a name? Or names, perhaps? The coroner for most of the murders was a man, A.J. Pierce. You might be able to get in contact with him, but uh, if you do, I don't imagine he'd be terribly helpful. And uh, news may trickle back up to Ness and his like. Mm. In which case, your investigation's over. Does he have any grease? Anything we can push on? You know, help keep him quiet? Some alcohols? Any any vices? I had a fine I'm not a spy, Paul. I'm a sheriff. I uphold the law. 
think I'll lean on cop to look for this one. But... Well, of course you wouldn't know, but I'm sure there's plenty of people in your department who have worked with him before. Maybe one of them knows a uh, means to keep him quiet for this investigation. Okay, so you're going to spend that point? Mm-hmm. Spend okay. that point of cop talk. See if we can get a name of a guy who knows a thing. Pierce is the county coroner. He works with a lot of folks, both in our department and the police department. Look, I'm... I want to help you, but I'm scouring my brain. None of the boys have any sort of extended relationship with the coroner. Here's what I can do. Mm. And he reaches into his desk, pulls out a drawer, and retrieves uh, what looks like a a Cuyahoga County Deputy Sheriff's badge. Mm. Now this may open mouths for you, but it may close just as many as it opens. Mm. Understand? And if you're going to be using this, you better do it discreetly. Mm. Is that clear? Crystal clear. It's the best I can offer you. Maybe you flashed out at the coroner. Perhaps he's a little more uh, eager to talk to you. Provided he doesn't get a terribly good look at it. Now, you don't need search warrants, because again, this is off the books. But you don't make arrests without solid evidence. Of course. And I have to remind you, in your investigation, don't be pulling your guns and filling people full of lead. <laughs> that makes it a nightmare for me, and one for you. Is that clear? Now oh, then, you need anything else from me? If we do, where would we be able to find you or contact you without drawing attention? Either of us. You can call the police department. Uh, you can call the, the, the sheriff's department. That's not a problem. Just have it routed to my office. Alright. Just find the payphone. I take calls all the time. Okay. Let's see what we can figure out. Alright. Best of luck to you. <clears throat> Do you have a 12 and drive? So I'd probably have a car. Cool. <laughs> Uh, depends on your credit rating. Depends on your credit rating, actually. <sighs> I, I have a car. I think I got like a three. Steven has a car. You got a five. Yeah, probably. I can drive, too. So. Do you want to drive your car to Lester's? Not really. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's not a, have a car doesn't versus. Sound like a great part of town. Should it be in? Uh, well, well, well there you there? put it. You, you park it in the good part of town, and then we we'll walk there. I have a credit rating of three. That means I have a crappy used car, right? Yeah, I think so. There we go. So, <laughs> let me drive mine. Pile in, cram into my tiny car. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> Although it's 1938, it's probably a very large mm. car. Well, if it gets in a crash, the car will be fine and we'll all be dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's, that's a plus. That's about right. <laughs> Does the car even have seatbelt top on? No. No. Okay. All right, we're so going to Lester's. Not necessary. So you're going to head down to Lester's. Yep. Okay. 
somewhat. Piling into whose car? Mine. Lance is going to, or Harold's going to drive it. Okay. We didn't want to take the nice fancy car to the crappy side of part of town. Sure. So a lot of you head into the Roaring Third, the home of bars, uh, brothels, um, uh, gambling houses. Um, As you are uh, making your way through, uh, you, uh, you see the obvious sort of decay of the city sort of uh, uh, spilling before you very quickly. You see that the fine, you know, tree-lined bits of suburbia on the edge of a, what looks like a a modern uh, city is now uh, eroding away to ramshackle buildings and people in destitute clothing wandering around. Uh, Clearly the Roaring Third is, is almost like the Wild West of Cleveland. This was... What is everyone wearing? Clothes, I know. Yes. Nice enough clothes that you need to rough it up a little bit? Yeah, probably. I think, to prob- think. it's probably not for me. It, it's like that classic wolf jacket, probably. Like that real long wolf jacket. Probably doing like the professor classic of the sweater vest. <laughs> nice slacks. Loafers. Yep. Uh, doctor. <laughs> You don't really want to look like a doctor when you walk in this bar. I suppose not. Do you need some help? I, I can. Surprisingly, I look like I belong there. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to shadow a person that you need to shake up your look. Oh, I've I've read many a great detective novel and how one follows another. So uh, I know what must be done. I'm sure, we can stop by some sort of. Uh, Clothing shop. Do you know a good tailor? (laughs) If anything, just get something good and then just trade it with the nearest hobo. Then it'll look used and they'll be warmer for it. Yes, but I don't want to wear what a hobo (laughs) is worn. I, I know a nice second-hand store. Meanwhile, I'm just going to, like, kick some dirt onto your shoes. <laughs> okay, so you're going to go into a second-hand store. What are you going to do? What are you, you, what are you looking for? I'm looking for some clothes for him. <laughs> okay, well, what's your, what's your credit yeah. rating? Four. Okay. Wait, I have a higher credit rating than you? Yes, you have a higher credit rating. I did not go Delaton, so yes, you have a higher credit rating. Nice. Well, with a four... I mean, we're looking at... That seems like a standard expense for you. If you just want to buy some... Some... Rudim, like, rote kind of common mm-hmm. clothing. Yeah, no. Yeah, you, so you go up to the counter and you rig it up. A, a clerk comes by and, and sells you basically a, a pretty simple man's ensemble. Oh, no. I, I insist on paying for this. I will not have you covering my expenses. That is fine with me. Not you, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> a German? <laughs> you kraut. Not you, Dirty kraut. Well, war hasn't started yet, so that, uh... From the previous war. Oh, for the... <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah. That might be a valid point. Yeah. But, but, then... We're also kind of liking the Germans because they're hating on the communists right now. 
you, you, you have some hope that they'll fight the dirty America comments. is very isolationist right mm-hmm. now. Oh, yeah. Remember we tried to stay out of the war for how long? <laughs> Oops, they sunk our battleship. All right, so now we have the good doctor. Roughed up. Not looking like a doctor anymore. <laughs> his, his, his clothing is considerably more sort of lower middle class, kind of average looking. Maybe a little shabby, but not not due to wear and tear, but just mm. because it's a poor quality. Mm. Right, to a luster as we go. Okay, you pull outside of a, uh, a, a raucous looking tavern. Um, as you make your way inside the place, uh, this stench of sort of uh, beer and unwashed bodies uh, hits your nostrils. Mm. Uh, you see that the place is uh, chock-a-block with what to you look like desperate loners. Uh, hobos, uh, <clears throat> aging prostitutes, um, uh, a washed-up salesman who had never been able to um, Sell any regain products. their their their, uh, uh, their line or their status since the Great Depression. Um, filled with uh, all manner of people either drinking or waiting for a drink. Okay. Um, I'd like to use Streetwise to kind of talk around with the various customers. With whom, specifically? Um, just generally trying to find somebody that knows something. Well, I mean, like, since you're using Streetwise, um, are you talking to um, the hobos? Are you talking to... Uh, with the with the workers, the prostitutes, like what are you? What I, demographic? Are you I, yeah. Well, one of the things were the prostitutes, so I'll talk about the prostitutes. Okay. You uh, walk up to a pair of prostitutes who are sort of leaning exaggeratedly over uh, the uh, the bar in Lester's main room. Um, you can see that they are. Uh, they're sort of in their mid to late 40s. They're uh, beyond their prime, at mm-hmm. least from what you've seen from most uh, prostitutes and sex workers. Um, you, uh, one with a sort of a, a thinning blonde um, cut and uh, uh, sort of weathered skin, mm-hmm. uh, leans over to you smoking a cigarette, and she says, oh, what can I do for you? Yes, um... I've, uh, looking into, uh, certain people who are probably frequent in this area. You have, uh... I don't, I don't, I don't rat on my clients. Oh, no, no, I'm not looking for that. Maybe one of your fellow workers. Uh, Rose Wallace? His name is the bell? Rose. She looks at her, her fellow prostitute. Nah, name is Ring a Bell. Would this be a good time to spend a point? It's up to you. Because, remember, if you have the ability in the right place, in the right context, you'll get the clue. There's also another one, I think. Right. Was she Flo. from here? Yeah, Flo- Florence, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Flo Barton, maybe Claire Dunn. Those names ring the bell? Oh, Flo. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, she was a regular around here. 
she was uh, she was one of the old guard like us yes she right. she uh, haven't seen her for quite some time but I understand she left town or might have been uh, knocked off yes she liked her drink talked loudly was a bit of a a heavy hand but um, other than that uh, I didn't I didn't know her personally mm. had there been any uh, people taking a special interest in her there was this one fellow I know I don't remember the details, but um, uh, what's his name over there? What's the name of that guy with the? He's got the the two teeth missing in the front. Uh, you just described like fifteen people. Clark. Now, old Gerald over there. Now he good old Jerry. He apparently keeps talking about some doctor that he saw, um, and from what I've heard from him. Overheard as he was, you know, pounding booze, was that uh, apparently this doctor knew Flo. Uh, whether they were involved, he was a client, I don't know. Oh, I see. If you want to know anything, you're going to ask him. All right, well, thank you very much. And I put some money on the table and say, have a drink on me. Thanks, honey. So I come back to you guys and kind of relay this information. <clears throat> I'll probably just walk up. Uh, where are the working class people at? They're scattered amongst the tavern. They're sitting at the various tables and booths just having a drink. Cool. I'll probably sit at the actual bar itself, just place myself near some people. Okay. See so what I can pick up from what they're saying. And... A lot of them seem to be talking about... Um, they're talking about work. Uh, they're talking about bad dates. Uh, sports what they heard on the radio recently it's all very sort of mundane conversation who, who else was a frequent of this tavern all three apparently people identified. the, the mm-hmm. ID'd bodies all the ID'd bodies Edward Andrassi, Rose Wallace and Flo Florence Pillow. Um, can I just kind of uh, nudge my way into the conversations I hear about them complain about work and commiserate with them to try to open a venue to talk to them sure if you want I'd like to do that and that's this fucking guy I, I can't believe he got hired to be my boss well, that guy's as dumb as a box of, box of rocks, right? Jesus Christ. That's the way it always works, right? You do your job for God knows how many years, and then they just hire someone else in before you. Never seem to want to move up the people that I already put in time there. Fred, you know this bird? I'll just stick up my hand. Maybe. Who are you? John. Nice to meet you, John. Sounds like you got shortchanged. Hey, we all. <laughs> I mean, if we weren't, would we be here? 
I like this place. <laughs> it's got its charm, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Those That's the charm. Hey, fuck you, Fred. Don't look at me like that. Fuck off. <clears throat> what do you want, Eve? I was just taking a drink. All right. about work. All right, all right. We usually don't, um... We usually don't see a type around here. That's all. You mean girls? They're all working. Who don't look like they have, uh... Uh, would you, would you call it Fred Hagface? No, no. <laughs> Yeah. I guess Jeez. I'll take that as a compliment. Sure. <laughs> He's a keeper. <laughs> sure. So who is it that's screwing you over work? What do you do during the day? I'm a mechanic. Mm. My boss at the garage is a rat prick. I mean, that's his, that's his defining moment, so, you know, <laughs> not much else. He's a tubby asshole who just keeps thinking that he knows more than I do, even though I have been working on cars for twice as long as he has. Right. What about, um, oh, uh, fucking, um, Jimmy's? That mechanic place down the street, you know what I'm talking about? The one that's on, like, 3rd and 5th down there? What are you talking about? No? You don't know that one? No. You must be thinking of the east, east side. Hmm. No, God, what is that place? Um. Sorry, I just came back from. Um, I'm on. I'm on leave right now, so it's been a while since I've been here. But I, I grew. I grew up in this side of town. On leave? What are you, a sailor or something? <laughs> no. No, I'm a marine. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Pull the other one. Quick, bench press him in half. <laughs> really? Look, lady, I don't know many lady marines, okay? I wasn't even sure the Marine Corps even put, even took ladies in, all right? It's not that I don't think you could do it. I'll just pull sure, up my wallet and, like, flip in my military ID for a second. All right. All right. But anyway, there's a place on the... Shut up. Is that place on the corner? Did it close down? Old, um... God, Gaptooth dude used to work there. Charlie? Something? There's a mechanic shop down there. I didn't know if that was the one that was in fucking yoga or not. Nah. But, I don't know, man. At least you've got a job. Yeah, there's that. Thank God I can afford... The money I need to buy the drinks I need to forget about the job I have to do. To afford the drinks I need to forget about the job that I have to do. Delicious. No, 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 no. Is his drink about empty? Eh? I'm asking you if his drink is about empty. Almost, yeah. Uh, hey, barkeep. Can you... Okay, my friends here, another one, and I'll put some money down. He gives you two fingers up and starts pouring another uh, scotch and soda. Well, it seems like these parts get more and more dangerous. 
The longer you live here, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you said you were on leave? Yeah. Well, if you ain't been here for the past... God, how long has it been? Two, three years? <laughs> you wouldn't want to be here. You'd want to be somewhere far. You'd get on one of those fucking fancy boats and go to Guam or some shit and you're you're out of there forever, you know? Experience. You wouldn't want to come back here anytime. I mean, more than usual? Yeah, heard I some, mean more than usual. I've heard I've some, some, some rumors that people have been going mm-hmm. missing or something? Yeah, and they're, they're, they're fucking dead. That's what yeah. they are. And then they're uh, up apart where all the, the brain meat is, yeah. the top head, gone. Right? Jesus, I thought that was just a crazy-ass rumor. Nope. I mean... Fuck, you said that's been going on for two or three years now? Yeah, shit. Uh, everybody remembers that time. It's like two years ago. The cops started trawling the Cuyahoga, uh, looking for body parts. Everybody was there. They were lined up around the banks. They weren't even being uh, discreet about it. We were just all watching. Jesus. Press goes into a fuel. We keep hearing about the mad butcher. It's fucking ridiculous. You gotta give him a name, don't they? Jesus. I mean... Well, it's, it's better than calling him the guy what cuts heads off of people. <laughs> it's not okay. exactly... Sure, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not catchy. I mean, Jesus. Two years. They have found him, the guy who did it yet? Nah. They haven't even, like, found someone to take the fall even though they didn't do it? Mostly they don't give a shit about us over here. <laughs> yeah, I know the truth. We ain't in a nice part of Cleveland, if you haven't Jesus. noticed. What about, well, I guess there's not a real sense of community around here, huh? It's every man for himself around here. Are there any spots that I should uh, extra avoid? Other than the whole area? No. I mean, if you're already here, you've already put your foot in it, so... (laughs) Not much good you can do. Jesus. Is this butcher, he target men, women? Anybody? Prostitutes? I don't, I don't really read the paper. I don't know the details. Sure. I just know a lot of people. I don't read. I don't read. About sums it up, doesn't it? Show up near the river. Jesus. In the run. They're dead. They ain't got no heads. That's all I know. Whoop. Looks like my buddies are back. Thanks for the drink. Thank you. Uh, uh, super fire or whatever. I don't. What is? It? Shut it's up, Fred. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a marine. I don't know. What is it? Semper. Yeah, that. Cheers. Semper. Semper. Why? Drain my beer and walk off. That was only marginally awkward. Mm. Moderately. Art's just, like, having awkward conversations with the bartender. Doesn't doesn't even really know how to talk with the bartender. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to buy anything? <laughs> of course. Um, what's the finest thing you have on your menu? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? I'm sitting on Should I be? I mean, we got uh, we got one bottle of wine. I'll take it. <laughs> the whole thing. Sure. 
walk back over. Why do you have a whole bottle? Pulls out a dusty bottle of Merlot and sets it on the, on the bar in front of you. Spend some time like trying to inspect what year it is, where it came from. Looks like it was last year. Nice. Looks like it's from Milwaukee. <laughs> All right, why the fuck do you have good a old, cheap bottle of wine? Good old Mor- Milwaukee Merlot. <laughs> I'm fitting in. Uh, uh, oh. God damn it. Beer. Beer or shot, like... Just get like some whiskey or some gin. Yeah, just just yeah. sip on it. Right. If, if if you want to still be get refined, an apple teeny, easy on the teeny. <laughs> but still drinking something that they, they might drink. What'd you find out? Well, I tell you about the this uh, yeah. Flo and the doctor. I think I'm going to be asking the bartender about. Do I have to see this guy that they described to me? Mm-hmm. The guy that knows the doctor. That, uh, the teeth. Described to me. He's off to the side um, in one of the corner booths. He's got kind of an angular face uh, with gray hair that's been mussed up. You can see that, sure enough, he is missing two of his front teeth. Um, unfortunately, they're not, a, they're not a clean pair. It's one here and one there, so it makes it look kind of awkward. Um, he looks... Uh, God, he's got mottled skin. It looks like he is... He looks like he's been pickled. Um, which you presume is from the uh, massive amounts of whiskey that he is slowly draining in, 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 into his body. Um, he looks like he's sitting alone. Uh, he's in shabby clothes. Probably a hobo, to your eyes, who's maybe gotten a hold of some money, legally or illegally, and is using it to wet his whistle. Uh, we need to talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. He has the best skills to do that. <laughs> I'll stand nearby and punch him if you need me to. Uh, yeah. Ah, yes, punching. <laughs> Hurting the local folk. Only if you need me to. Do any of you have any personal skills? Of course. Yeah, I just had an entire conversation with two mechanics over there. What do you want from me? But I'm not sure I can have a conversation with that man. <laughs> God damn it. I'll do it. Great. Do you want me to come with you? Actually, <laughs> uh, Dr. Wellington, mm-hmm. your particular skill set might be more helpful. Hmm. That's all I'll say. Interesting. <laughs> Convince me. <laughs> the only way to learn look, is to experience. Look, We're trying to find out about another doctor. So you would obviously oh. be the one to talk to him. And I'll go with sense. you in case things go falls up. It, so this this man over there is a, a doctor who has simply fallen upon poor times. Then. He knows a doctor. Ah, you'd know the signs to what can maybe help recall his memory. You, you I, can... I believe in that case you would want the uh, the alienist over there. Uh, but uh, I, I shall have a conversation with this man. Tag team. Yes, let's see how that goes. All right, you two have fun. You stand over there. 
Make sure it does not case of back and left. In case of bad cop, Mr. Rogers. Any other beer over here? I know that. <laughs> Thanks. Take my just, beer and just stand near the table. Just, out just of refill the whiskey. Can you say just, torso just, murders? I know you can. Just, just, it's a beautiful like a day. Just keep you out of trouble. A beautiful day for a murder. I'm going to stand near the table, but okay. not let the hobo dude see me. Okay. Just in case... You know, they like hide in his shadow. Yeah, you know, just make sure he doesn't die. Sure. <laughs> That's appreciated. No problem. Okay, Art. You were heading over to so this booth. Heading over. I'm working on getting the cork removed from this bottle <laughs> of Milwaukee Malo. You see that he, as you're approaching, he drains the last sort of dregs of whiskey in his glass, sets it down, and then immediately looks at it uh, uh, incredibly disappointed. Uh, he suddenly sees it start to fill back up with a slightly purplish liquid. He sort of stares over, gets closer to the pour, and then slowly follows the pour up to the bottle and then up to you. <laughs> I'll put the bottle on the table. Good well, evening, my good sir. The fight. Of course. As by Smaricardi. Always happy to help a man down on his luck. Down on my luck, I have a key of the world. What are you talking about? Uh, surely, yes. This this uh, section of the world, indeed, you are king. Who the hell are you? Um, you may call me Art. Okay. Uh, now, uh, I'm sure you've been in this area for quite some time. I, I got here like an hour ago. Just gonna like literally do that like cockhead look at him and then slow turn to look over from somewhere at Ava. around somewhere around the corner you hear a chuckling. You, you, you just want to take the bottle already and you're like I'm done. Sweet release. I'm done. Sweet gravy release. You see. Get me out of this place. <laughs> so look at Aetha and so it's like... No, go ahead, play for me. What, what doctor? Hey, <laughs> who are you talking to? Oh, my friend. Um, let me introduce you to her. She, her name is Ava. <laughs> she looks over as where you just hey, girl. Mm-hmm. and sees Dr. Ava. Okay, I go over. <laughs> Congrats, this is paranoia. Yep. Pulling <laughs> everybody for everything. Which one are you talking about? There's three of them. The doctor in question? Yeah, that one or that one? It points to you and then to the space just next to you. <laughs> oh, this Don't man. worry about the small details, my good man. Uh, this man is quite drunk. Yeah. So, um, an acquaintance of mine, a Flo, uh, Martin, maybe you've heard of her. Yeah. Said that you introduced her to uh, another person in my profession that I'm interested in talking to. Ah, yes, that, that is the doctor in question. And I say this in a very flattering way. Not, okay. not flirting, flattering. Okay, you're just trying to, you know, get on his good side. 
Yeah. I heard you have an excellent memory. Well, yeah, I know a thing or two about some people, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, you buy me a drink that doesn't look like this, <laughs> and I will tell you whatever you want. I go up to the bar, ask him for a bottle of bourbon. Okay. He kind of looks at you for a second. Hold. Yeah, whole bottle. Right. He hands it to you. He gives you a look here, like I'm expecting. I give him money right. and a bit of a tip. <laughs> yeah. I return to the table. I'm me, my good man. Oh. 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 Are you oh. trying to kill him? Yeah, it's just like he's going to be dead. Uncorked gutter. It just begins drinking directly from yeah, the bottle. Just like gulp, gulp, gulp. There's a fifth. Gulp, 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 gulp. Drinking it a finger at a time. Oh. He's going to die. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, what do you <laughs> this doctor, do you have a name for him? Oh, uh, we never. He never said his name. It's just, uh, it's just where where I call him the Hobo Doctor because he he was good to us. Ah, I see. Um, where w- would one find him? I don't know. He usually comes in here. Could you possibly give me a description of him? Yeah, shut up. He's... I'm so tired. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Sarah>. Ah. <laughs> oh. What are you, who are you? What are you want We were talking about this hobo doctor. Oh. Yeah, he's he's dressed great. I mean, he's to the nines. Ooh. You know, he uh, he said he said he was a doctor, so I, I thought, well, I, there you go. And uh, a man of wealth and taste, then. He talked storm, up and down. Just talked a lot. Mm-hmm. He was. It was my man. He had stuff in his hair. What do you call that? Hair gel. What the hell is hair gel? Pomade. Pomade? Yeah, pomade. Mm -hmm. Pomade. Sure, yeah. It's slick. You had it on the hair and back. And he was like... It wasn't a young man, but it wasn't an old man either. He he was always good for a drink. He's a great, great, great guy. Great guy. And, uh... Oh, he used used to give people lifts. By offer, anyway. When this place closed up. So he has his own vehicle. Mm Mm-hmm. Big black car. Mm. When exactly was the last time he was around here? Uh, this year... What day is it? It's August 12th. The year 1938. Oh, okay. Um, I think I last saw him 
yesterday. Or it could have been several years ago. I don't know. Mm. Uh, how often does he come in here? Friday. It's Friday. We saw a lot of him occasionally. I'm giving the number if I could hypnotize this guy and get more out of me. <laughs> How can he get more inebriated? Mm. It might, it might just go ambitious. ahead and put him to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. He might yeah. not wake back up. You were getting you would sleep, have to and there he goes. You, you'd have to focus on one watch, not one of the five watches. He'd keep on switching watches, <laughs> and so you'd never focus. And so he'd never get in the hypnotism. Yeah, you just get nauseous It's the perfect defense. Yeah. It's the drunk. perfect hypnotic defense. Just get drunk. At this rate, we need someone to walk by and accidentally spill the, a cup of water on him to wake his ass on up. On his face. Some hot coffee. And some, and some yeah, slaps. Yeah, scald and burn. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Didn't mean to spill my water. Oh, he's awake now. Water's not going to do much good. <laughs> he's going have to be hit with, like, a Three fire. Three sheets to the wind. <laughs> oh, goodness. I turn to you. I'm surprised you got that much out of the man. How do you talk to these folk? She's a magician. Oh, apparently. Yes. You see, we stop to walk by, taking a drink, going, let's go. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we leave. Thanks for the, the bottle. Yes, I You're going to kill him if you let him drink over it. Merry Christmas. It's August. <laughs> Happy Labor Day. <laughs> Barkeep, um, that guy in the back, does he always... Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't died yet. No. Some people got a lock. <laughs> All right. That reminds me of a dog where they tried to kill hey. a guy by giving him alcohol. What is... He just wouldn't die. He just wouldn't die. He knows what he's, literal he knows what he's talking about. The so, guy that he described, he's been in here several times. I was going to ask you, yeah. Recently? You. Not recently, no. He mentioned that uh, this uh, hobo doctor takes people in his black car. Have you ever seen any of those people return? Anything else you can tell us about this doctor? I know he kept asking the regulars about. Um, he kept asking about tattoos. He was interested in if they had tattoos, you know, if they were sailors or they just, you know. I don't want to do that tattoo. Frequent to the tattoo parlor, I don't know. He just was real interested in tattoos, asked to see him, asked to talk about them. Some of the folks around here, you know. They got plenty of chat about Yeah, sure. That's... I think the last time I saw that guy... There was a... There was a, a little worker around here, if you, yes. if you get my meaning. I do. Uh, her name was Flo. Yeah. Um... She, uh, she, she died 
few years ago got yeah. um, got killed, actually. Um, I remember a couple of days before I read in the paper that she she got killed. Um, she left with that guy, mm. and uh, I ain't seen him since. You haven't seen him since then. No. The doctor. Yeah. yeah. What about Rose or Androsi? Rose Crossy? Wallace. Rose Wallace. I don't know. I don't know Rose Wallace. What's Androsi's first name? Edward. Edward Androsi. They're all regulars here. I don't know if you knew by their names or not. Small time crook. Did he? Do you, you got a description? You know what he looks like. If I can get the paper back out. No, he was a small-time crook. You know, he was a hustler. You probably see him doing his game to your locals. There was a guy like that, Eddie. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a small-time asshole. Just you know, running gambling scams. Was he ever work? Was he the one leading the workers, or was he more of just employing the workers? Did he buy the workers or sell the workers? Sometimes he'd buy, and I think sometimes he was selling himself. Mm. Depending on uh, how fortunate he was out there. Mm. Uh, Rose Wallace would have been a, a worker herself. Had a son. Hell, that narrows it down. <laughs> I know. Sorry, man. So we got to go on. I never heard of him. Okay. You ever see where this doctor? General idea of where he resides? Oh. I stay here behind the bar and I sling the drinks. That's it. Ain't none of my business. There were so many places that you could house a big black car in this part of town. And have it still be in one piece. Are you asking me? No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of that. Assuming he is from this part of town. I got customers here. Thank you, sir. I know. You know, put an extra. Oh, that bottle of my logo. Oh, it's still on the table with that gentleman. No, he actually Uh, won't drink it. Do you want it back? Fuck. He says he doesn't want it. Yeah, I'll just I'll get it for him later. <laughs> yeah. Alright, thank you. You've been very helpful. Yeah. Since we're giving him a bottle of wine that we paid for back, we can resell it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been opened, so... I mean, yeah. Like, what, slide him another quarter or something? That's, like, decent. <laughs> yeah. A quarter? What is it? You're going to shine your shoe? No, I mean, just for, like, helping us. I'm was, poor. I can't give him a whole dollar. Was there anyone who Andrasi frequently worked with and deals with here in town? Yes, if, if Andrasi's a small-time crook, perhaps he was working for someone else? Are you asking the bartender? Yeah. yeah. So he's just about pulled away, but he hears you. Uh, is that Frank guy? Ah, yes. Is that, uh, 
Frankie told his name. Don't lose your hope. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Same guy. Okay. Have you seen Frank recently? Not recently. He's probably at some other bar. Hmm. He usually stays soaked. And, uh... Well, back when he was a regular around here, um, he was, uh... Well, he was a, um... Champion of the worker, if you know what I mean. He's, um... A communist? No. <laughs> He's a pimp. That's, ah, the, that's funny. The worker is not, not a unionist. A yes. Ah, I see. Yes. The sex workers. Oh Jesus. <laughs> you folks have a nice day, huh? <laughs> of course. That means we need to leave him alone now. Oh. He's done talking to us. He wants us to find the other bar where that patron may or may not be. How are we supposed to find a bar? There's so many of them out here. Um, <clears throat> I know one, but he's probably not there. Can I call upon my knowledge? Because I legit was going to have my character grow up in the fourth side of town anyway. So, I just know where the, can I just know where the so, other bars are? Something makes me think number one knows and or where they used to be? Lot, since that? they were found a hundred yards apart. Mm-hmm. They could just be buried. Like, could just be so. I mean, there's the, kind of like the, the time of death is different. No, they're between well, it, it, it was it was one to four weeks, and then he was dead one two, two, three, three, two, two to three days. days. Yeah, so it sounds like they were probably killed at different times. Yeah. Just yeah. a common dumping, dumping spot, kind of like the. Yeah, the and then when that one swamp. got figured out, moved on probably. Oh. I'd like to see the home screen where it tells us if we've gathered all the clues out of this location or not. <laughs> how many check marks we well, have? Well, how many, ask them the how many uh, they know where he is. proms have turned gray and are not white? That's probably more your area of expertise than mine. Doubt. Why do you always think I need to talk to the sex workers? Because you've already talked to them once and they already know you and know that you'll give them money and drinks. Also, if I talk to them, there may be confusion as to what I'm talking to them about. And I don't really care to be called. Don't worry. While we're, while wearing a sweater vest, no one sees you as a sexual <laughs> being. <laughs> but I'm not wearing a sweater vest right now. They know. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the aura like of it. To your soul at this point. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Look, I already talked to him. So, would you like to proposition them for questions? Of course, <laughs> for questions. What questions are we asking them now? We're trying to find this Frank guy. Now you know where Frank's last known address was. O'Donnell mm-hmm. mentioned it. It's true. But didn't you say like he'd to know if there would be any him? other bars that he would frequent? I mean, the the bartender said as much, but didn't have any specifics. Mm-hmm. But the workers, especially ones that he uh, manages. Might know. Maybe. Sounds like we should try his old address first. No. Sounds like a safer way. Uh, shouldn't we get the information? What? Fuck it. I mean, if you want it, you may talk to them. But as stated before, I cannot be seen. Why the hell are you here? Let's go. 
I'm starting to wonder that myself. Make me get out of my sweater vest. I'm gonna hand in the keys to my car. So you get a favor and pull up. I only have so many favors. All right, what was it, like 1908? 1908 Central. Central. Was where he lived in 1936. That was a block from where Flo Palillo's body was dumped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, his last known address... Oh, okay, cool. ...was 2941 East 22nd Street. Ah. Okay, let's go to that one. That was the last known address that O'Donnell had for Dolce. So you make your way to a ramshackle brick building, uh, three stories. Uh, there is a, um, a rusty, precarious-looking fire escape along the right-hand side, leading up to a series of uh, dirty windows. The place looks like a very low-budget apartment building. Um, and it looks like that, given the address and the number that... Dolezal's got an apartment here somewhere. Uh, mailboxes. Do any of them list his name? Not that nice of him, huh? No. Apartment mm, complex. No, ma'am. How so, many apartments are in this building? You have to go in. Oh, so let's go, let's in. go in. Is there like a lobby or? Sure. Yeah. There's a sort of a rudimentary lobby. There's a there's a sort of a greasy looking fella. You know. Okay. Behind the, behind the counter. You have the badge. Go talk to that guy. Uh, you might maybe? want to be careful about who we flash this badge to. Oh, he's gone. Before we go in... Design, I'll... Detective Rogers! <laughs> Before we go in, I'll kind of like... It's a beautiful day your in your neighborhood. Harold to be like, you should probably take the lead on this one, Mr. P.I. Oh, speaking of which, and I'll hand the badge over to you, you probably know how to use this better than I would. Zero cop talk. But I got That's I talking guess. to cops. Yes. You don't need that to talk like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cop like talk. Yes. <laughs> cop adjacent. Okay, so you've got the badge and um, you are heading in, uh, Mr. Powell. Yes. Uh, to, there's again, there's this sort of greasy looking um, fellow behind. The uh, lobby counter. Um, the place looks like a, a flea-infested mess. It looks like a f- basically like a multi-tiered flop house, essentially. Um, and this guy is uh, thumbing through what looks like a, an old newspaper, specifically the funny pages, nice. and sort of uh, digging something very important out of his right ear. Mm. Ew. I'll follow so, a few steps behind. So I, I'm going to. Put a disguise. I'm going to spend points and try to roll for disguise. Okay. And I'm going to make myself look like. I don't know. Is cocaine a thing? Yes. Yeah. Cocaine time? is a thing. Yeah, yes. It's. Like, like, it's I, been I, a thing for a while. So, so I'm going to like make myself disheveled. You know, like the hair messy and just like get like. Like that. That. Okay. I'm gonna. My disguise is less going to be the look, but also, like, the habits of, you know, like, getting the, you know, just pinching okay. the nose. That's and reasonable, just, yeah. yeah and, and roll for disguise for that. I'm going to spend two points. Okay, that, this will be, because the gentleman is not paying too close attention, it looks like he's, you know, 
Um, he's not exactly the, the, the finest perceiver of character or details. Um, this will be slightly less than average difficult. Because Frank, Frank deals in seedy items, right? Workers. <sighs> yeah. Frank from, from O'Donnell's description was an unemployed bricklayer who turned to pimping. So probably not in narcotics, but who knows? Maybe he's maybe branched he's, out. Yeah, maybe a yeah. devil. Sometimes you got to branch out. So that'll be six. Very good. Okay. So you walk in with your disheveled look, your coat uh, uh, asunder as a tweaking and, and rubbing your, your nostrils. Uh, uh. Hey, uh, ding, ding, ding. Uh, I'm looking for Fucking stop it. Get out of here. Go away. Uh, what room's Frank in? I'm supposed to be meeting Frank for uh, some, some you get, stuff. You, you get out of here. You're, you're getting customers. Uh, please, please. I'll, I'll just get out of your way as soon as you tell me where Frank is. Fine. 2941, second floor. Thank you. Get out of here. Thank you. Okay, so you make your way up to the the second floor. Nice and quick. The place, uh, this is clearly a cold water apartment, meaning that um, at this at this time in history, they didn't have to have hot running water. Uh-huh. So there was only cold water, and if somebody wanted to take a bath, for instance, they would have to heat, heat, the, water. heat the water on a stove or something, pour it into a bathtub or... What have you? There's yeah. no central heating in the, in the way. You wouldn't have to have plumbing either. Yeah, like, there's a lot of things you didn't. So you make your way to 2941. Um, it looks like, sure enough, the the label on the door says as much. Uh, you don't hear um, much coming from the hallway or the door that you're in front of. You know, however, the door is locked. So I'll probably like keep up this guy's and, and, and try to, like, knock on the door. Okay. About 30 seconds after you get there, I just kind of meander up the stairs and, like, crap up against the if door. If there's no sound of movement... About... So you, you knock and you listen for about six seconds. No response. It doesn't sound like there's any movement in there. Either. I'm going to take two looks. Clear. And I'll kind of stand... In the way, so people can't see what you're Lock doing. Lockpick, okay. Nice. So, you have locksmith? Six. Nice. Very good. Okay. Do you want to spend any points on this, or are you just going to do locksmith? I'll spend a point. Okay. So, you, uh, because of your disheveled nature, because of the obvious sort of... You're making yourself obvious, which is making you invisible. Because you're clear, like... People don't want to be around. People want to look at you. They're like, oh, it's a fucking drug head. You know. Yeah, let's get away. So that enables you to very quickly put the rake and file in, click, and you're open. You're open. You're in. Off to the races. I'll probably see you like following. I'll, I'll just like. Oh, what about no, what about, you, what about you two? Arch Amblin and uh, Ava. You. I'd assume we might want to just hang out by the car unless you think we're going to be needed up there. There, there's a fairly good chance. I can't leave you alone. <laughs> I mean, I could take the car for a ride. I don't want her only means of transportation leaving without me. Oh, I wouldn't leave. I'd come back. I think you missed the point. 
Perhaps I have. Shall we go up then? Neon sign. Bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. So the two of you currently are waiting by the car. By Captain Long's car. And the two of you are making your way inside the apartment. You're just going to the apartment. Inside, you see the place is a cheap flop. There's very little in the way of furniture or personal effects, even. Just, there's the occasionally discarded uh, food stuff, a chair here, a, a ramshackle table there. Um, you see a ratty looking uh, mattress. Uh, and beside that is, strangely enough, like a decent looking side table, uh, purely a holdover from the previous uh, apartment occupant. And on that table, you see that there's a notebook. Other than that, the place looks um, cheap and empty. Any adjacent rooms to go in? No. Is it single room? Is it lit or not? Not currently lit. No. But being 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 that it's the middle of the day. Oh, is it? There's a little bit of there's a little bit of light streaming in from the window. Does it look like it's been occupied like recentish? Cover of dust. Do you have uh, forensics? I have evidence collection. Okay. Do you want to use evidence collection? Yeah. Okay. I have forensics. Want to spend any points, or just do it? Do it all. I'll do it normal. Okay. So taking a look at the place, it looks like yeah. I mean, there's some um, there's some dust cover that's like clearly been moved on the side table. Uh, there's no dust on the mattress itself, which looks like it's been used recently. Yeah, it looks like there's been somebody here living. Shall we take a look at the notebook? Got it. I'll walk over and open up the notebook. Inside, in this notebook, uh, written in um, simple, kind of jagged-looking handwriting, is a list of 25 names and addresses. None of them seem to match any of the people that you know have been identified in the Torso murders, uh, or any of the people that you're aware of. Um, They all seem to be sort of random names and addresses. Now, there is one the farthest away from them. It looks like it's across the country, but the farthest away is in Ontario, California. Hmm. The lesser known Ontario. So, so not like there's not a name from the bar? No one, yeah, no one, no one that, no names that you picked up either from the bar or from O'Donnell's briefing. So I'm thinking more of addresses less than the names themselves. No, none of this. This all seems completely like new information. Okay. Hmm. Think this will do us any good? Maybe. Uh, I don't know if this is Frank who's here or they got new clientele because I mean, I wouldn't expect you know, um, Miss Flo or Rose to spill beyond this docket if it's his current clientele. Alright, well, you know what? We're either going to take it or put it back because he's going to be back soon. When I take a photo, got foreign photography. <laughs> Might take a while. We'd have to develop it, but at least, you know, we'd have it later. What are you taking a photo of? The notebook. The names in the notebook? Well, it's a couple of pages. You'd have it's to take multiple pages. photographs. Yeah. Is there anything else in that notebook besides those names? No. Is there a drawer on this side table? Yes, there's a drawer. You open it up. There's what looks like drug paraphernalia. Um, some t-shirts. used cigarettes and like 
a cap from what looks like clearly a, a, a bottle of whiskey or something like that. But other than that, just sort of um, lo- a slum living bric-a-brac. All right. Now, you used Evelyn's collection, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So you notice, uh, uh, Mr. Powell, uh, as you're turning to sort of get a, another survey of the room, that one of the bricks below the windowsill looks a little funny to you. It looks a little discolored. Hmm. And that sets off your immediate... Uh, that sets off your instincts, thinking like, maybe maybe a hiding place, maybe hollow, who knows? That's out of place. Uh, should we uh, take a look? Sure thing. Does it look like it's from this building, or is it like painted when it's not supposed to be painted, kind of thing? Or it looks like I mean the the, the material it just looks of like it. the mortar is kind of. Yeah, it looks like sort of the mortar around it is a little thin, and it looks like the brick itself is a little discolored, not matching the rest. At least discolored in the sense that it doesn't match the discoloration of the rest of yeah, the bricks. I mean, it's yeah, very obviously what, mm, stands yeah. out. A little bit cleaner kind of thing. Just mm-hmm. go over and pull it out, yeah. Okay, so Captain, you go over there and you pull it out, and it comes out really smoothly, really Great. easily. Because, as you realize as you're pulling it out, that the brick is hollow. Mm. Inside, you see a small twist of paper um, and what looks like a rolled up packet. Powell. Yeah, pull one in. You get one, I'll get the other. So what do you take out? The twist of paper or the packet? I'll take the packet. Okay. I'll take the twist of paper. Okay. Do you investigate these things? Okay. Yep. You open up the twist of paper and you find inside a, uh, a white powder. Do you want to do it for real? <laughs> and nice. I'll twist it back up and toss it back in the brick. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> inside the packet... Uh, Mr. Powell, you find... It's anthrax. You find three photographs. In these photographs, you can see the following. In the first photograph, there's an unknown man, a white male, uh, looking like he's in his, you know, sort of around his 30s, um, having sex with a uh, black female prostitute. Mm. Was that a chain? This man, his face is not visible in the photograph. However, you can see that he's got a peculiar-looking tattoo high up on his shoulder. It looks like an arrowhead pointing into a curve. Now, the room that they're in looks like some average Cleveland flop apartment. Not this apartment, particularly, but... A flop. In the second photograph, you see that same man having sex with another individual. This time, you recognize this um, this person from the photographs, some some of which were included in the Sheriff O'Donnell's file, having sex with Edward and Drassi. Oh yeah, this suspected. Hmm. Now, this man, again, this same man who's been in both photographs, his face is not visible. Picture appears to have been taken through a window. There's a corner of a painting visible behind the two. You can see a little bit of detail there, but most of the painting is obscured. Third photograph, the same man, having sex with 
which you are, based on the description that you were given by Sheriff O'Donnell and the the evidence packet, looks like Flo Palula. Flo. Now this room, unlike the previous two, looks like it has been furnished sumptuously. Behind the two figures, leaning against the wall in the photograph, is what looks like an engraved bas-relief. Maybe marble, soapstone. I'm, I'm going to look at... This is Flo, right? I'm going to look at her arms and legs, knee, torso, see if... Looking for, like, the tattoos, if she has tattoos, or maybe reasons why those would be so contorted like from the photo trying to like well I guess we're going to need to take these these are very important I think we found our first three victims Flo from her exposed body parts doesn't appear to have any tattoos no tattoos now that same man does you can see that same arrowhead into the curve on the high high on his shoulder because it said that a lot of them had had tattoos. I think some of this may be like the rubber killings. He went after prostitutes. The, these started with homosexuals, prostitutes. Let's discuss it when we're not in Frank's apartment. I'll take the photos, stick them in my outer kind of jacket thing I've got going on. Put the brick back. Let's get out of here before he comes back. I wonder if this may not be Frank's stuff. This may have been the previous occupants. I think even someone as dumb as Frank would have noticed that brick. It's definitely his. The question is, and we're walking down the stair, you know, we're standing out on the landing at this point, you know, close, lock the door, close we're, it behind us. Lock it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The question is, is the man in the picture Frank or is the picture of the doctor? I think that's victim one. No, I think the man having sex with him is the doctor. The first victim was also emasculated, just like Andrasi. There are more than one victim that was emasculated. A couple of them were. A couple of them were? Mm-hmm. So I know, I know two. The first two were The first two were, but there were others that were emasculated. There were also. Yep. Anyway, you better put your uh, cocaine face back on and get downstairs. I'll call you in a second. <laughs> Ava, Art, mm-hmm. roll sense trouble, please. Sure. <laughs> Well, that's the uh, thing. Dang it. So I'll walk down okay. to Why, why did I not I'll stack down that? I've only got two in sense trouble, but I don't want to spend any. From him. All right. Not no. yet. And let him get ahead of me. Been and I'll follow down. Before we roll or yes. before you tell I th- me. I think mm-hmm. it has to be before you roll. We've already established that. Yeah. We've established that. I, I'm just going to take the... Some of the abilities. Take the roll. option. Doctor's being a little carefree right now. Now, sense trouble, like... Dave recommends in the book that I never tell you what the difficulty mm-hmm. is. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Four. So you got a four. Mm-hmm. Why did I not see Eight. that as a skill? Eight. Nice. Burn some. So, both of you notice um, that uh, coming up the sidewalk, heading towards the apartment building, uh, is a burly-looking man of what looks like Slavic descent. Um, with sort of a barrel-chested look. Um, He has got a... um, Well, actually, uh, if you'll go into the Google Drive, uh, into 
the folder that I shared with you, the trailer clue folder, inside the Cleveland Torso Murders, um, <laughs> things I was not expecting to hear today. You see, uh, there's a photograph there of a display of Edward and Drossy, right? At a historical event. Mm-hmm. Which one? There's Edward and Drossy. It should say Edward W. Mm. Drossy. You get a photo- photograph of him. And I don't think I'm seeing. Detective displays knives. Very nice. You see a picture of Flo Palillo, another another sort of display. At a, at a... Mm-hmm. You also see the man uh, who, based on description from O'Donnell, uh, looks like Frank Dolezal. You see that same man on the photo that says Frank Dolezal. Huh, okay. Oh. A little bit lower down. You see that figure. Uh, with a kind of a five o'clock shadow, kind of greasy swept hair. Very strong face. Strong jawed face. Mm. Which is this under? Google Drive. And then under the Cleveland Torso Murders folder. And then oh, I see. You see some scroll a bit, and there he is. Is it just me that, or does Indrasi look a little bit like Gary Busey? Everybody Might be just does you. I think it's... Gonna guess it's here. Oh god, what can I use? What can I use? It's like a little garapusi. So at this point, okay. Ava. So you see this gentleman coming towards the apartment building, mm-hmm. looking obviously like he's coming in. Ava, I believe that's the shut man up. Shut up. in shut, the apartment. Shut, 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 we, shut up. Shut we should probably shut talk up. to. Hold on, I'll talk to him. And I'll just know. approach him. <laughs> so Rose Wallace was African American. <laughs> so you see. <laughs> So you see this burly guy walk in, and then you approach, and you're still your your street clothes. Yeah, I have, I have not been able to okay. don the sweater vest yet. Again. So what do you so so what do you say? Do you intercept him going up the steps? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. not gonna do that because I'm. The fuck do you want? Excuse me, sir. Do you have the time? I seem to have Victim misplaced my watch. Rose. She's African-American. You can... According so, you're right in front of him. You can see in his oh, body language and smell on was. his breath as he's yeah. sort of heavily if breathing on you. This man is drunk. She was. I didn't Very say clearly drunk. In the, uh, and not like, oh, I just had a day drink. Like, it wasn't, he's, but this he's, is the picture of her. He's yeah. heavily drunk. Could, you could wring, you know, like, alcohol, alcohol out of this man. Yes. Uh, he sort of... He pats himself for a minute and then looks at his wrists and his... Uh, uh, these uh, photos that my we already them. have seen. Oh, uh, are these the ones in the dossier? You wouldn't happen to have a light, and I'll produce some cigarettes. Okay, and pop one in my just sort of buy time. Reaches off. around and manages to sort of shakily pull out a lighter, flicks it, and holds it down for you to light your cigarette. Thank you very much. Yeah, smoke, and then head back towards the car. Two of you, uh, Captain and uh, Powell, you both here. Um, a- after after a few moments, you hear some footsteps downstairs. You hear what sounds like a sort of a low, gruff voice talking to the guy behind the counter, and then you hear footsteps coming up to the second floor. I will quietly run up to the third floor. I follow him into the building discreetly. Okay, roll stealth then. Okay, let's see how this goes. I think that might be shadowy. I'm. That's a. It's a hard question. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to follow him. Unseen. I'm, I'm just trying to look inconspicuous. Then I, I think that would be stealth. Yeah. Yes. 
That that it, it six. Okay, very good. It, right. it's, it, it's kind of like the skill, like mm-hmm. evidence collection, friends. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty. It's pretty easy for you to mask yourself from this gentleman and still follow him, seeing as how he's moving in the manner uh, uh, very much like the sort of soaked drunk. Yeah, yeah. He's clearly not in his best um, perceptive powers. So he continues to make his way up the stairs. Do you do anything there, friend, as you hear footsteps coming up? I think at this point you were getting ready to head down, weren't you? Yeah. I think I'm going to start heading down, and I'm going to keep in mind... Was the guy's face with the tattoo ever, like, shown to the camera, or was no. it always, like, the back of his head? It's always, always the back. Always the back. He was always in a position where his face was not pointing mm-hmm. towards Revealed. Him. You have dark hair? Well, seeing as it's a black and white photograph, he, it looked like like it wasn't medium. Blonde. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Blonde. Okay. Was there? So there was only the one tattoo, the one very distinctive tattoo. The one tattoo high on his shoulder. High on his shoulder. Arrowhead going into a curve. Yes. Okay, so I'll start heading down. Your cocaine act on. Mm-hmm. Cocaine act initiated. Okay, uh, you see a burly-looking gentleman, clearly Frank Dolezal, coming up, pounding up the stairs, <coughs> using the um, the railing to try to steady himself. Uh, he actually sort of barrels into you and walks past you. Good, because I was going to barrel into him. I see. Okay, <laughs> you're both just barreling towards each other. Well, the, the the two of you collide um, about like, three fourths of the way up the stairs, and I'm like specifically looking for the tattoo on like in that area to see if that's like try to connect I see. the dots grab- mm. oh, shit, not even that in. but just like just like oh and as you like jostle try to like get that get a view look on. down the shirt would that be flitching? <clears throat> flitching are you stealing from stealth stealing is privacy <laughs> scuffling let's say stealth because you're attempting to do this in a clandestine manner, you're not stealing, you're not fighting him, you're not. You're just kind of knocking into him in a way that might tug at his clothing and give you a look at. That's a nine. Nine, very good. Okay. I, forgot, I don't need to spend points if I'm rolling sixes. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, um, you collide <laughs> You collide with Dolezal about three-fourths of the way up the stairs to the second-floor landing. Um, and the way that you collide with the gentleman is his um, his jacket and his shirt sort of strip over. He's trying to Tongue. collect himself. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you see, you don't see uh, hide nor hair of uh, any tattoos on his body. Okay. I mean, obviously from the very small percentage that you can no, see. Like, it, 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 you may have some, but it's just not that specific one. Well, you certainly didn't see that specific tattoo on the side of the shoulder that you were able to tuck. Yeah, it should have been on his, the, the, on his, the right hand side of his shoulder. You checked mm-hmm. there; it didn't. It didn't wasn't there. there. So we're like, like about yay here. <clears throat> I'm on the third floor. He gives you a kind of a dirty look and then continues upward. Idly smoking, pretending to smoke a cigarette in case anyone comes out of their apartment. Just FYI. Waiting to hear a second floor door click shut so I can GTFO. 
<clears throat> okay, so you hear uh, a man sort of jingling with some keys, kind of uh, uh, shakily opening a door, you know, locking like Do you hear the door open? It shuts rather, rather brusquely. You hear some movement around and downstairs. Head downstairs. As you're heading downstairs, you hear a loud swear. Fuck! I'll go back up the stairs. You hear a door open up and slam, and you see a gentleman. Uh, well, you don't see it because you're on the third floor. You hear a gentleman running back and forth on the second floor. I think after I've passed him, I'm definitely, like, running down. Like, after that, once he's gone, I'm, I'm just, like, naked. Just, just as you are crossing down the first staircase on the on the landing where the lobby is and out, out the door, you hear footsteps coming after you. Is there a fire escape on the third floor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just use fire escape, escape and go down. Okay. Get back out to the car. Yeah, get to the car. Where the fuck is Powell? No, I'm like, I'm like running. You're running? Okay, cool. So the three of you see Powell in a sort of disheveled look, like rushing towards the car. Get in the car. <laughs> and we across the, across the street. Yeah, I'll hop in and start it up as, as, they're, as, I see him as they're running out. I'll, I'll spin a point for athletics to like slide across. <laughs> do the, do the, slide. T- the TJ yeah. Hooker thing? Yeah. Slide across the, the hood? Nice. I mean, if you want to, yeah. You're going to have to roll, though. It's too exciting. That's to a five. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Slide across the hood, get inside. So who's driving? Nice. He's driving. Yeah, that's why I'm sliding across. Oh. Yeah, he's I thought driving. I was to get to the. Oh, are you I, one? I was the one in the car, so I figure I'll get in there, start it up, and be ready to go. Okay. Right, if cool. people so, are, like, booking it out, like, oh, okay, time oh, to go. Okay. <laughs> so you get in the passenger side, as we've got Art in the driver's side. Yep. Um... Do you have anything in driving? Yeah. Good, because yeah. I need you to roll driving <laughs> okay, right now. Cool. This, this seems like a good time to spend a bit. You rev the engine, and you see uh, out of your driver's side window the frame of Dolezal coming through the door down the stairs, looking around wildly in what looks like anger and surprise. Okay. I, in a moment of what would simply be called pure panic, I'm going to just dump... All four of my points into this roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like three will give you an almost guarantee. Uh, like for average rolls. Yeah, but you know how I roll. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's that? Seven. And if this isn't an average, very I good. Think, okay. I, this man probably has athletic skill. Mm-hmm. So you put the car on drive. You put your foot down. Like, I was ready away. for this, <laughs> and and you see at the at the last moment as the as the apartment and Dolajol are fading away from view, you see Dolajol take a look at this screeching car in the distance and try to run after you, but he's not able to make the distance. You hear some <laughs> some loud swearing. Uh, what looks like it sounds like some Slaughter. of it's from another language mm, um, coming at you <laughs> it, as, as it, you're driving away. Unless it's German, I don't know what he's saying. No, pull up the photos. These aren't Frank. I have the photos. <laughs> No, I had the photos. Oh, okay. I thought I took Because you had the crack. I put the crack back. It was, co- <laughs> it was cocaine. It was not crack. Let's be clear about that. Crack comes later. That's later. That's yeah. an 80s thing. You, you know, we're lucky. I stayed with him. Because this fucking guy wanted to take the car for a drive while he was in there. Well, he would have only noticed me, so I could have 
run for a dash. You seem to handle yourselves pretty well. Well, yes, then the car would have been moving. I hope no one has a delicate stomach. I think the guy, the man in this picture, and indicate for Powell to hand you the hand uh, Ava the pictures. I think that's the doctor. Mm-hmm. I'll look at it when I'm not driving. It's a man having sex with three different people, all three different victims, actually. Oh. From what I can tell, Rose, Andrasi, and Flo. Yes. One thing I should note for the future is that the file, the case file, that the, obviously not the the proper case file, but the file that uh, O'Donnell gave you, um, you can spend a point of that per scene. It has one point that refreshes per scene. You can spend a point of that to, um, to look up or remind yourself about particular salient details of the case. And in that Google Drive, we... Is everything in it, like, photo-wise? Oh, that's photo stuff, yeah. So victim eight looks to be African-American, and that's Rose Wallace. It appears, based on the description that you've got, uh, yeah, that looks like... I mean... It looks you're, like you're, the first You're putting the dots together. Okay, that's Andrasi, that's Palillo. But could we... Could that's we probably Rose. Put the photo that we have, is that, like, the same person, like... That victim's face. If you, victim yeah, you, you'll spend that point and say, "Nope, that's that's Rose Wallace." Yeah, that's that's her. Okay. Did he see any of us? Not good looking me. I made sure I looked for that tattoo, and it it's not on him. But I, he still had the photos. He might still know something we need to know. I talked to him before he uh, entered the building, but... He's drunk? He's out of Quite. Oh, my. Not quite as bad as that man in the bar, but close. He at least might be hiding him. He might be... He might have... Well, he's... He definitely... Definitely supplying him. Yes, if this is the doctor. Or he's some vigilante trying to catch him himself. I suppose that is a possibility. I hadn't thought of that. Or he's got a vendetta because he's killing his workers. This seems more like blackmail material. It could be. Alright, so how do we want to play this? Well, I imagine. (laughs) Hopefully. We can look for the man in this photos. We can. We got a can. I think it'd be easier to. Well, no, not necessarily. Hold on. Continue to look for the doctor. That would seem like a good idea. However, the man seems to have gone to ground. I suppose we could always peruse homeless locations. See if there are any hobos who have uh, recently seen said doctor. But that's a uh, needle in a haystack, I suppose. Very Especially for so. this part of town. Dirty, dirty haystack. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be wearing my sweater vest for that search. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> what are you taking me for? You, sh- you should keep your, your hat pins, because hat pins can double as, as knives. Mm. Get, get like a foot-long hat pin. I believe that you have some photos to develop. Yeah, we can. It'll take a while. Um, we have nothing. They were just names right now. We're, 
has a real dead end with other leads, so perhaps we should do that. Unless you can think of another lead we should be chasing down. The only lead I can think of is somebody who would know this tattoo, or yeah, the doctor. Um, I have a setting question. Were there tattoo shops out, up at about around 1938? Yeah, tattoo parlors. Yeah, absolutely. They were, Why don't, they were sailors, so yes. <laughs> Why don't I drop you off where you need to develop the photos, and I'm going to go ask around at tattoo shops. Probably I'll go do it in my office. Split them up. Okay. I'll take out um, a piece of paper and, and sketch the tattoo on another piece of paper so I don't have to show them pictures of this man having sex. <laughs> I'm sorry? I'm going to sketch... A, a picture of the tattoo from the okay. photo. Yeah. So I don't have to show people the photo. Sure. And <clears throat> uh, yes, I'll do the same since we're going to split these up. Okay. Sounds good. So I'll take Powell to his office. Is the good doctor going to come with you and help develop the film? I suppose so. I don't know much about cameras and all that. but Earliest instant camera 1923. Would I have that money for an instant camera? Probably not. Probably not. As a private eye, I'm going to say no. Right. <laughs> Is it credit money? You need a good Three. reliable camera, mm. not necessarily a That's true. I, I need good image quality. Mm-hmm. For evidence. That that wouldn't be very good image quality. You'll, you'll take your time. Get things done the right way. Yeah. Do it myself. Mind-blowing thousandth of a megapixel, <laughs> or whatever. So nobody else sees my <laughs> incriminating <pixel>. data. <laughs> yeah. So I'll start going. I'll go head to the nearest um, tattoo shop after I drop off Powell. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, is there an easy way to find the tattoo shops in the area? No, yeah, you can look at the phone book. Okay. So, mm-hmm. wait, did it have yellow pages in the thing? I'm pretty sure they had yellow pages. I, I think we remember. They, What's that? I think we asked that. We oh we God. talked about this at one point. At one point, we asked when was the yellow pages. And it was like in the 80s, like ni- like 1880s or something. 1886. Yeah. Woo! There you go, yeah. Name and concept came about 1883, and it just took a while. I was good. Okay, I so yeah, there's a phone book you can use. Yeah, now, the captain and I will kind of make a list of the tattoo parlors and we'll split it up. Okay, oh, I Sounds think good. we looked it up for the book. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yes, because you had the camera. Because yeah, we, cause we were looking right. for the like mm-hmm. the law office. Mm-hmm. How would we? How would we find that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's where we're gonna wrap here tonight because I need to eat. Mm. Um, but uh, we're not over yet tonight. You're more than welcome to to stay, and we'll hang out for a bit. We'll just do some stuff for the for the New Year's. I do. Oh. I do have my switch in the car. Ooh. That's all. Okay. There you go. I mean, problem I, I, I do, that I solves do. the problem. Problem solved. <laughs> I did bring it just to get. But you know, what I did forget is my empty bottle. I have it. Sitting you keep forgetting. That's, that's, no, I have good. not. I've not fine. seen Steven since I finished it. That's fair. Oh. That was, that was, that was... Uh, Trey keeps Trey, forgetting it. Trey yeah, keeps oh, forgetting yeah. it. One day. 